everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck. I'm a writer for The Athletic, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. Up next is Austin Hill, the current Xfinity Series points leader and someone who's already won three times this season as of this podcast. Austin Hill spent several years in the Truck Series and then made the jump to RCR in the Xfinity Series and has really had a breakout season, obviously, so far. And certainly seems like somebody who is going to be around for a while. But there's just one problem. I had never done a 12 questions with him. Never even done really like a one-on-one interview or anything with Austin Hill. So uh, figured this would be a good time to do so. Been enjoying seeing some of his personality come out in these uh, post-race interviews after he's been winning. And thought it'd be cool to get to know him better. And that was really the whole intention of this series back when I started in 2010 anyway. Like, who are these drivers? Let's get to know him a little bit better. So that's what we did here with Austin Hill. All right, everybody, we're with Austin Hill for the first time we've done 12 questions. Sorry it's taken me so long, but I'm, I'm thank you for giving this a shot. Um, so the first one is you must pick one chore or obligation to do every day for a year. But if you make it the whole year doing this, you never have to do it again for the rest of your life. So what do you pick? Hmm. That's a tough one. There's a lot of a lot of chores that have to be done around my house, especially with having I have three kids at home, and I also have uh, we just added another one, so I have four dogs now. Oh my gosh, three um, kids and four dogs. Yeah, uh, two of them are bigger dogs, a, a lab, and then a golden retriever, and then I have two uh, just little little teacup Yorkies. So um, I'd probably have to say, you know having to clean up all the you-know-what from all the dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what I'm, what's going to be my go-to. If I had to do that, you know, get it over with for the year and all, and, and I possibly didn't have to do it again, I'd, I'd be all for that. Between the dogs and diaper changes, you have a lot of poop on your hands. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, having to go to the sink and cleaning your hands. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's fun times, though. I mean, it really is. It's one of those things that, um, you know, you have those memories that, that when it gets later down the road, you know, uh, everyone has that saying of they grow up fast and it's true. I mean, I'm already seeing my, my oldest, she's seven and, uh, it seemed like yesterday we had her. So lots been going on. That's cool. Uh, can you describe how you are as a passenger in a street car? It depends on who's driving. Okay. If my wife's driving. I'm like, I have my own imaginary brake pedal and I'm like, <laughs> they're stopping ahead. You know, they're stopping like, might be time to start pressing the old B pedal instead of <laughs> pressing the throttle still. But uh, I'm normally pretty calm about it, honestly. Um, but I am the one that likes to be in control. I like to be, you know, if if, if, if I have, say, say my teammate Sheldon driving or something like down the road, I'm, I'm going to be probably cool, calm, and collective. But mm-hmm. uh, when it's somebody that I just, like, just don't really have a whole lot of trust in their capability of uh, handling a car, then I, I get a little like, all right, I'll just drive, you know, <laughs> let, let me handle it. And if something happens, it's on me. So that's kind of where I sit, especially with my family. Uh, I'm the one driving. If it's eight hours, I drive the full eight hours. It's just how it is. Um, nothing against my wife. I just, I, it's just something that I, I, I'm like, I'm going to take this responsibility here. <laughs> hey, you're, you're a professional. I, I would trust you too. What is an app on your phone that you love using and think that other people should know about? Hmm. <clears throat> That's a tough one. Let's uh let's get the old phone out here. Let's see what uh see what we got. I don't know how many people are into cooking, mm-hmm. but I'm huge into like 
grilling out, especially during the week, even on the week, you know, during the week, but especially on the weekends, uh, on Sundays and all that. And um, I have a Traeger, okay, you know, pellet grill. I have one uh, upstairs and one downstairs, and I use them religiously. So I have the Traeger app, you know, on my phone, and it is perfect for looking up recipes, looking up. You know, whatever you got going on, and it tells you exactly what you got to do, how, how to cook it, things like that. Even if you don't use a, a Traeger, uh, you know, for your for your cookware, I, I think that you can still have the app and you can go through there and, and at least get the gist of, like, you know, how, how it's supposed to work, the things that you're supposed to put on it, seasoning, all that stuff. So it is a lifesaver when you want to just throw something together and you're like, Oh, what, you know, what do we want to cook tonight? And you, you don't want to put the same seasoning on every night cause you want to switch it up. You just pull it out and you just type in like steaks or whatever it is. And then you have all these different selections. So it's, it's actually comes in really handy when, if you're somebody that, that grills out, like I do a lot. Wow. Are, are you self-taught with that or did you self-taught? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you know, my, my dad growing up, we, we always grilled out at the house a lot, but for like the the pellet grills and all with the Traeger, um, he's never had one or anything until recently. I talked him into getting one, and um, I I don't know. I just I'm I'm really big on like doing a lot of research on things. You know, no matter what it is, I, I'm just a research guy, and I and I like to research things before purchasing it or doing it. And um, I just saw a lot of good reviews, things like that, and then uh, I've just watched a lot of different videos on on how to how to cook different things and and then once i got the app it just it makes it so easy like anyone can really do it honestly you just follow it wow wow okay super interesting um so what do you do to make yourself feel better when you're having a crappy day i think the for starters you know if my day is not going too good and say it starts off kind of crappy in the morning um hitting the gym for me and, and, and getting a workout in always kind of clears my mind a lot of the times, um, you know, going going for a bike ride, that type of thing, just doing something to kind of get your mind off things, listening to a little music, that type of thing. But, um, you know, on the other side of that, if, if I'm not able to get working out and that type of thing, then, um, you know, family, just being around my, my kids. It doesn't matter how bad of a day I'm having. Um, you know, I could have had came off of a weekend that was just so terrible and just – you know, things didn't go right and I'm just not having a good Monday or whatever. And you come home from, you know, doing your obligations and things that you have on Monday morning and, and your kids get home from school and it's like, everything's fine in the world and it, nothing else matters. And, uh, so that's something that's really special to have is having the kids to come home to. Nice. Okay. So, um, this next one, uh, I ask readers to give me like a dear Abby style, like advice column question. So I'm asking each driver a different question from all this list that people sent in. So this is one I picked for you. Maybe you'll have advice, maybe not. This person says, my wife gets on me for wearing two different socks. I don't see the reason to put the time and effort into sorting and pairing my socks when no one's going to see them anyway. Am I wrong for just throwing on two random socks of the same color or would having the same pair make me more dignified? What should, what should they do? This is actually a very interesting question. And the reason I say that, this, this question is actually pretty funny to me because um, at Atlanta, my littlest one, uh, Barrett, he's one years old. We forgot to pack socks in his, in his diaper bag, coming to the racetrack. And my wife gets to the track and in the motorhome, he had luckily just had a pair of socks. Well, the pair of socks was a one white sock and one black sock. <laughs> so he went all weekend or that, that whole day Saturday with one 
white and one black sock, and he's in victory lane with one white sock and one black sock. So I don't know what to tell you. I mean, she put him on him, and it was fine, and, and I, I personally don't see a problem with it. And I think that especially if it's hidden, I, I don't – who cares? I mean, it just – Nobody else is gonna see it, right? So it is what it is. If someone's seeing it and you're wearing those high, you know, high top socks or whatever, and yeah. you have shorts on, then I don't know. I mean, it's kind of eh. But uh, Barrett was rocking it, and he was in victory lane with it, so it was all cool. You know, maybe the kids can pull it off better than the adults, though. I don't know. I was gonna say people probably thought that your wife was like, "Hey, I'm gonna have checkered flag pattern, one white, yeah. one black." So it's that, like perfect suitable, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, that's actually funny you say that. I didn't even think of it that way with the white and the black, but uh, heck, it worked out. Yeah. You know? um, okay. So the next one is uh, like a pop culture debate or type question. I'm mixing up for each person as well. So. It was recently revealed that you love 90s country music and uh, <laughs> Shania Twain, it sounds like, in, in particular. Um, I, had a, I had a Shania Twain phase myself. So um, rank the following songs in terms of singability that you might like want to belt out. Uh, we have That Don't Impress Me Much, Any Man of Mine, Man I Feel Like a Woman, and Whose Bed Have Your Boots Been Under? <laughs> so I got to rank them? Yes. As to like, like... Which is the best to like sing just like driving down the road you're jamming out you're just gonna put it on and like belt it out that's tough because i mean i can rock all through all four of them <laughs> okay I mean, it's like you know i i know the words to most of them you got to get like the song going for me to start right. singing it but yeah. like i know most of them. which one where, where, where so uh, we have, who, yeah. who's bed every boot's been under mm -hmm. uh that don't impress me much any man of mine and man i feel like a woman those are four <laughs> solid songs right yes there. I'm gonna go with uh, that. Don't impress me much. Much as number one. That's P one. Okay. Um, I probably have heard it more times than all the rest. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna go with uh, probably the Who's Bed Have Your Boots Been Under for number two. That's a very underrated Shania song. It is. Song, and like. then uh, I'm gonna do Any Man of Mine because the man I feel like a woman. I mean, it's a good song. Don't get me wrong. It really is. But like. If I'm singing, man, I feel like a woman. I like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I will rock out to it. Don't get me wrong, I will. Yeah. But like, that's probably not going to be on the top of my list if I'm like flipping through her songs. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> right. Okay. That makes total sense. Okay. So this next one is a wild card question. Also mixing it up for each person. This is a pretty simple one. Uh, you have three kids. What is your secret to surviving each day? Honestly, like just a lot of patience. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is. I have a lot going on in my life that I have to balance with racing. And then I have three kids, a wife, four dogs. We do have a cat too. I didn't even mention oh, that. But wow. We have one cat. So, I mean, it's like full blown like farmhouse going on at, at my house. So <laughs> yeah. just having a lot of patience because if every little thing was to, to get under my skin and bother me, I'd be very stressed out and I'm actually not, not much. I'm not, not really a stressed out kind of guy. I don't get stressed. I don't pressure that type. I mean, stuff like that doesn't really get to me a whole lot. So, um, I don't know. I just do a good job of not, not getting stressed out and just kind of rolling with the punches, whatever it brings me that day. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get frustrated mm -hmm. and I'll get like, especially if stuff's happening over and over again throughout the day, it's like, God, really? Like, yeah. You know, I got to clean this up for the fourth <laughs> or fifth time today. Like, yeah. come on, it's not even 12 o'clock yet, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but then like, I just, I kind of just compose myself and I, I just go on about my day. So I don't know. 
That is a gift. <laughs> that is a gift, sir. Yeah, that's hard. Very hard to do. Um, in your career, what is the deal that came closest to happening that ended up not working out? What year was it? Last year was 2022. So 2021, um, at the end of 2020, going into 2021, I had an offer with uh, Colleg Racing and was going to go go run Colleg hmm. for Colleg. Uh, don't remember the car or you know who, what team I was going to be under. And, um, I mean, it was kind of set, like set in stone it was going to happen. And then some things just happened that don't want to get into details with on um, – on the truck side that I was like, man, I, I really kind of, I think this might be a good opportunity for, for longevity in my career is like, let's stay truck racing and do like, I had this kind of opportunity to go multi-year type deal. And then, um, at the end of 2021, it kind of fell through with the whole multi-year thing. And then that's when I started searching again and found my home at RCR. So it all ended up working out, but, um, but yeah, that was one opportunity that kind of was there and could have taken it. I mean, it all I had to do was sign and it just ended up, I, I was the one that kind of just like was like I backed out because I thought this other opportunity was going to have more multi-year longevity and then it ended up not even working out so wow that's crazy <laughs> yeah and it all worked out for you anyway it, it's like, working so. out so far right yeah. now for me so uh, I've been blessed for sure wow that's crazy who is a person you would be starstruck by when meeting them Dwayne Johnson the rock yeah. uh, I just I don't know why probably at really at a really young age when I kind of was getting into social media and stuff and I just started following him. And ever since then, I, I've just had a, I just get inspired by like things that he says. I always, if there's anything on Instagram that he puts on, I listen to everything he says and, um, try to put it forward the best that I can, um, each and every, each and every day and each and every week. And, uh, I just think he's a good guy to look up to. It's like super motivational, super positive yeah. kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. So motivational and, yeah, if I saw him in person, I'd be pretty timid. I mean, he, have you seen the guy? He's yeah. Jack. So it's like you'd be timid around him, but uh, I would have so many questions for him. Like I would be definitely starstruck for sure. That's cool. Um, what is the single most important skill a race car driver can possess? There's a lot of them, that, that, but if we're going down to just one single, I, I think it would be a toss-up between – like really fast reflexes and then just uh no uh fear hmm. you know it'd be a toss-up between those because you got to have really good reflexes because i mean in racing you're racing in inches you know and and things happen so quick you got to react you got to car gets loose you got to be able to save it that type of thing but then the other factor is like if you have any fear at all of going fast it's like it ain't happening like it ain't happening for you because it's always going to be in the back of your mind well if I drive in a little too deep and I back it in the fence, I might get hurt. Like you cannot have that mentality. Your mentality has to be as like, I'm indestructible. And when you strap into these race cars, you just go do your job. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of a toss up for me on which one I'd lean more towards. That's super interesting. You say that. Cause I thought when I made this question that those were kind of the answers that I would get and really nobody this year until you have said those so far, um, so it's interesting that you say that cause I thought I would think those were the key things, but a lot of people have gone completely different direction, but, really? um, yeah, I think that's, I, I don't, I don't think some of the other drivers realize that sort of the rest of us mortals would not, maybe they just assume everybody would have the fearlessness or something, but right. then they don't realize like, no, we, we couldn't, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like 
I've been asked this question like one other time before. This was years ago, and I thought about it. And my my answer back then, I don't even remember exactly how I answered it, but it wasn't the same way as I answer it today. And when I answered it, I, you know, I, I kind of went to like the skill set and the like drive in and being able to like use the throttle and brake. Like I was kind of more towards the skill set side of it than mm-hmm. anything. But I feel like I personally think that if you work hard enough, it's something that you love to do you can be as good as you want to be at it. Like everyone's human, everyone. So that's why I'm more towards the, like, if you have any type of fear or anything, you're like, this ain't for you. Cause right. it, it, you gotta, you're fighting for every hundredth on the racetrack. It's not like, it's like, well, I can lift, you know, two car lengths earlier and it's fine. No, that's, that's lap time. You're going slower. Like you gotta be committed to the throttle. So hmm. yeah, that's why my answer is the way it is. I love that. I love that. I really do. What life lessons from a young age stick with you and affect your daily decisions as an adult? My dad at a very young age, he didn't ever expect like me to be perfect by any means, anything like that. But he expected me like, if you're going to do something, put full hundred percent effort in it. Like don't shortcut it. Don't, you know, don't half ass it. Like mm-hmm. put all the effort into what you're doing. And, when I got into racing and I started at six years old, I the first couple of years, you know, you're a kid, you're little, and you're like, ah, you're playing with your friends, you're doing, and you're not putting like full effort into it. So I think as I've gotten older, it's kind of stuck with me. Like, you know, if you're gonna do this and you're gonna win races and compete for championships, you can't just half-ass it. Like, you got to put all effort into it and balance your outside life. You know, your uh, family and that type of thing the best you can but like you know it's got to be up in the number one priority in line with your family like you if you're wanting to be successful in racing you gotta how much are you willing to sacrifice to um to be competitive and and have shots at winning races and championships and all that so um that's one thing that each and each and every year each and every week each and every day i i put full effort into this deal cool that's that's a great answer so Austin, each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next interview. So the last one I did was with John Hunter Nemechek. I have no idea what his question means, but hopefully you know what he's talking about. He says, how did you get the nickname, the mug? <laughs> I've never heard somebody call you this before. Is this well known? So yeah. Um, I don't know how to say it because it's not really appropriate. Like, oh, okay. So he was <laughs> setting you up for this. Yeah. So I'll say it in a roundabout way, okay? So when I, when I was racing over at Toyota for the three years that I did, the first year I was over there, I used to always come in into um, the gym in the mornings. Like, I had early workouts a lot of the times. I was always, like, the six thirty seven o'clock crowd. Like, I would come in, get my stuff done, get out. Well, working out that early, I would always be so tired. So I'm like, I would walk in, I'm like, man, I'm tired as a mug today. Like, I'm just like... <laughs> And if you know what mug is short for, if you can kind of put two and two together, you know, um, one day our, our, uh, strength coach, she thought I was saying bug tired as a bug or something. And she, she ended up saying it. I said, what did you say? She was like, yeah, I'm tired as a bug today. I'm like, 
what are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, what you say? I'm like, no, I say mug. And then I had to explain to her like why I said it and, you know, and, and what it's short for. And for whatever reason that day it stuck. And every time I came into that gym from the rest of the time on the, the, the next two years or whatever, uh, everyone called me mug. That, that was just my name. My name never was Austin. I never was called Austin AH nothing. It was, it was mug. And it's kind of stuck with me. Like guys in the garage don't ever know it. Like, you know, even Sheldon, he doesn't know it. But if you if I walk by any Toyota driver that was in that same era that I was in for those three years, uh, like Riley Hertz, he does it every single <laughs> week that I see him. He's like, "What's up, Mug?" Like, so it's just stuck with me on the Toyota deal. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's a great yeah. answer. Uh, so the next interview I'm doing is with Brad Kozlowski. Um, do you have a question that I might be able to ask him? Ooh, here we go. Here's one. I just, how was it signing? that guy's buns did you see did you see the somebody somebody um had hawaiian roll buns or whatever like a package of them and <laughs> he had brad's brad sign them because that i guess that was a sponsor last weekend or whatever yeah the hawaiian roll or whatever and um right when the the video is about to cut he goes dude brad just signed my buns so <laughs> i don't even know if he realized it because when he signed it he just walked away like he didn't even i don't even know if he realized like but yeah i mean just ask him i don't know if he, he signed the actual bread yeah he signed like the package of oh okay hawaiian, like yeah. he just signed the outside of the hawaiian roll bun package that you get and the guy's like dude brad just signed my buns so yeah ask him about it Man. see see it's gonna throw him off probably he's gonna be he's probably not gonna know what you're talking <laughs> tell, about yeah say tell me about the time you signed that guy's buns last yeah last weekend. week yeah yeah okay. last week all right that's yeah <laughs> I think that's a good one. That'll be good. Okay, cool. <laughs> It'll throw them off. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, man, thank you for doing this, and hopefully we can do it uh, an annual tradition from now on. Okay, so, thank yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was, uh, this was fun. Thanks. All right, everybody, there you have it. I thought that was pretty fun. I really enjoyed doing that. Uh, great personality, lots of interesting things to say, and it's going to be hard to walk by him in the garage now and not say, uh, hey, mug, or <laughs> I think other people, some of you guys might start calling him mug too after that, so... We'll see. We'll see if that nickname sticks just beyond the, the Toyota guys that he used to be in the gym with. And as you heard there, next week will be Brad Kozlowski, and that was another good interview. So if you had fun with this one, make sure to come back for next week as well. Anyway, appreciate you as always for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.